Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts out there. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor, but still want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, to name a few. Perfect for enjoying with family or friends and taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2767, Triage, by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, the guy who's been reading to you every day, including holidays, for over seven years. And we keep that up, so let's get right to it and continue optimizing your life. Triage, by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. In battlefield medicine, the principle of triage involves dividing patients into three groups. Those who will die anyway, whether they receive medical attention or not. Those who will survive anyway, whether they receive medical attention or not. And those who will survive only if they receive timely medical attention. Despite its morbid nature, triage is extremely important if you wanna maximize the number of lives you save. If you don't do it, the results will be far worse than if you do. Triage is also a key principle of time management. In this case, you divide your tasks, projects, and activities into three groups. Projects that will fail to have a significant impact whether you do them or not. Projects that will succeed anyway, whether you do them or not. And projects that will have a significant impact if you complete them in a timely manner. Group one includes projects that may be urgent or non-urgent, but they definitely aren't important. If you focus your attention on this group, you're just spinning your wheels while more important projects remain undone. Ask yourself what difference a project will make in five years, and if the answer is none, it probably belongs to this group. Group two includes projects that will still get done by others even if you decline to participate. Someone else will pick up the ball if you drop it. Sometimes when we think we're essential, we really aren't. For example, if you quit a club or team that really seems to need you, it may do just fine without you. I'm not suggesting your participation won't matter, just that it isn't essential. Think of the wounded person on the battlefield who would love some medical attention for his or her injuries, but will still be okay even if no help is available. Group three includes projects that are very important, but rarely urgent. This is what Stephen Covey refers to as quadrant two projects in the seven habits of highly effective people. Such projects include starting a family, launching your own business, becoming physically fit, and exploring personal development. In the long run, these projects, habits, and practices can make a huge long-term difference in your life, but they require your sustained personal attention to succeed. Just as with battlefield medicine, the time management version of triage may sound a bit brutal. If you wanna save group three, you must withdraw your attention from groups one and two. Otherwise, too many good projects from group three will die 
needlessly. Practicing triage is extremely challenging because it requires saying no again and again to what you may feel are good causes. It's the time management equivalent of saying no to wounded people calling for your help. You simply don't have time to comfort all of your dying projects or to nurse the non-essential ones. If you don't learn to make these tough decisions consistently, many real good projects will die and that would be a far greater tragedy. The practice of triage is a challenge of consciousness. It's easy to lose sight of the big picture when you're staring at a project screaming for your attention, but you still need to muster the awareness to ask, is this the most important thing that must be done by me right now? Whenever you fail to ask this question, you can bet there's a more important project being stalked by the Grim Reaper. My recommendation is to make a list of your group three projects and activities and keep it handy at all times. Maybe it's a list of your key goals, but it could just be a list of the life areas you want to attend to, such as your health, marriage, spiritual practice, etc. Review that list every day to keep refreshing its presence in your consciousness. This will help you make some of those tough triage decisions when the need arises. It's easier to say no to groups one and two when you can see the whole battlefield in front of you. The reason triage is so tough is that groups one and two are still deserving of your help. They're good projects or good people and they need you. However, you simply won't have time to attend to group three if you become mired in groups one and two. While groups one and two are good, group three is the best. While groups one and two need you, group three really, really, really needs you. Group three tends to be the smallest group, so it's likely you'll see a lot more ones and twos in your life. Most of the time, you have to say no to a lot of ones and twos just to reach the threes, and those ones and twos may not want you to leave them once they have your attention. They'll grab your arm, plead with you to stay, and try to keep you with them. As you leave, they'll think you're the most heartless person on earth. It can be really tough to pull away in such situations, but that's exactly what you must do if you're to find and save those threes. What are the threes in your life that are dying on the battlefield, but which can still be saved if you reach them in time? Your health, your marriage, your career, your happiness? In order to make time to save these threes, what ones and twos are you willing to let go of? You just listened to the post titled Triage by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. Thank you to Steve. Time management is a tough one and you and I have probably experimented with lists and whether or not it's stuck probably depends on your own personal preferences. But I think an exercise like this could be super helpful done even just one time because it can be eye-opening to see something in new light. You can simply make those quadrants that he talked about. Draw it out. It would be four boxes, urgent and non-urgent along the top and important and unimportant on the sides. So the four boxes would be the four combinations of urgency and importance. So it'd be urgent and important, urgent but unimportant, non-urgent yet important, and then non-urgent while also being unimportant. Simply taking a to-do list or a sort of brain dump of all these things in your mind that you feel like you have to do and placing them in these boxes, again, can be eye-opening and can be a really quick way to start prioritizing tasks that might've felt really messy before. So something to try, hopefully it helps. Thanks to Steve for the idea. Thank you for being here. Have a great rest of your day and I'll be back tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.